At Total Wine & More, find the best gifts for everyone on your list, whether it's a Cabernet for sis or a single-barrel bourbon that dad will love. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. Where can you find the best gifts at great low prices that everyone will love? At Total Wine & More, of course, with so many great bottles to choose from. Find something for everyone on your list, whether it's a Cabernet for your sis, sparkling wine for a coworker, or a single barrel bourbon for dad. And if you need any help, just ask one of their friendly guides for advice. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly, B21. Hello, this is Anna Sulan Mussing. And I am in my kitchen in London, England. Today, I'm making a recipe that is dear to my heart for a number of reasons. Firstly, it is from the book Sambal Shiok, a wonderful cookbook by my equally wonderful friend, Mandy Yin. This book explores the breadth of Malaysian food through the eyes and tastes of Mandy. This recipe is particularly special because it is her take on one of my favorite dishes. In 2019, Mandy came with me to the part of Malaysia that I'm from, which is Sarawak on the Borneo Island. It was here that she first tried the dish Manak Pansau, which is a traditional dish from my community, the Iban people. She calls her version Sarawak white chicken. A little more background later, but first, Let's get all our ingredients ready. These details are all linked on the food52.com website, but you can also pause, rewind, and follow along with me. This is going to sound like a lot of ingredients, but actually this dish is pretty straightforward. What you will need is a blender for blitzing a spice paste, a small frying pan for toasting peppercorns, a mortar and pestle, and a medium-sized saucepan. Now to gather your ingredients, you will need six skinless chicken thighs with the bone in, that's very important, some salt, some vegetable oil, tomatoes, about 450 grams or a pound, which will then be cut into small pieces so that they soften into a sauce, 300 mils of water, and 100 mils of coconut milk, and peppercorns. I prefer to use Sarawak peppercorns, and if you listen to my podcast, Taste of Place, on Whetstone Radio Collective, you'll understand why I think they're so incredible. But any good quality peppercorns will be fine. You'll need a teaspoon of black and a teaspoon of white peppercorns. And then a handful of laksa leaves, at least five, but if you like things a little bit more aromatic like I do, I'd add a few more, even up to ten. And if you don't have luxa leaves, a bunch of mint works too. For the spice paste, you will need onions, garlic, ginger and lemongrass. Firstly, we need to marinate the chicken with salt. This can be done overnight, but works just as well for half an hour while you're prepping everything else. Just make sure that the chicken is out of the fridge while it is marinating so it comes to room temperature. Now you can get the spice paste ready. So just leave the chicken to the side and roughly cut up your onion, so about 200 grams worth, two cloves of garlic, although I've got to say I usually use three. I love garlic. 
2.5 centimeters of ginger, about sort of your thumb size, I guess, is a good measure, and two stalks of lemongrass. Pop this all in to be blitzed, or as we say in my household, zhuzh it all up, then toast the peppercorns. A teaspoon of each color on a very low heat and wait for them to become fragrant. No oil is needed, by the way. Can you start to smell the peppercorns? Even, even just as it starts to heat up, they let loose a little bit of fragrance and then it just gets more intense. And then once that's done, you grind them into a fine powder with the mortar and pestle. I find this a really therapeutic action. Right. Isn't the smell of the peppercorns great? Wasn't it fun to bash them in the mortar and pestle? <laughs> now slowly heat the saucepan with about three tablespoons of oil until it gets to a medium heat. Then add the spice paste and the pepper powder. Keep stirring as this fries. You can smell how fragrant it is getting already, I think. I love the smell. I get the aromatics of the pepper, which is a bit sweet and woody. And then, in a little bit, the glorious combination of garlic and onion begins to come through as the paste softens. This will take no longer than 10 minutes and is ready once the oil starts to separate. While this is cooking, a little bit of background. This dish is usually cooked by the Ibans, who are an indigenous peoples of Sarawak, in bamboo over fire. So a bamboo cylinder, and you stuff all the ingredients into that cylinder and then put it over the fire. It's a really aromatic dish. The chicken is always super tender, and it has a touch of smoke. I don't get it often when I'm home. It's made generally for special occasions. But every time I do eat it, it reminds me of my childhood. Mandy and I were in Sarawak to visit pepper farms, and after we went around all the pepper gardens, the Iban village took us back to the longhouse and cooked us a feast, including Manok Pansal. It was so good. <laughs> right, now that all the spices are fried off, add chicken, the cut tomatoes, the 300 mils of water, laksa leaves or mint, include the stalks too. And now you're going to bring that all to boil, and when it does get all nice and bubbly, turn down the heat so that you just let it simmer so all those flavors can work together for 25 minutes. So I'll see you back here in 20 minutes. And now we're back. Stir in the 100 mils or half a cup of coconut milk. Let this combine and warm up for about five minutes. Then take out any laksa or mint stalks that you can find. And we're done. Serve with rice. And you can garnish with some herbs or a squeeze of lime or even some finely chopped red chilies. To be honest, I just serve it with rice. So how has yours turned out? I really hope you enjoy it. I don't think you can go wrong with this dish, but I like it when the sauce is thick so that it coats the rice. In my podcast for Whetstone Radio Collective called Taste of Place, I talk about this recipe in episode three, and then I cook it for a party in episode 10. I would love it if you listened to my podcast. 
It's an exploration of nostalgia and history through the lens of pepper. And Sarawak pepper takes a starring role. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Anna Sulan, and that is A-N-N-A-S-U-L-A-N, and Whetstone Radio Collective at Whetstone Radio, which is W-H-E-T-S-T-O-N-E-R-A-D-O. I hope you enjoy. Thanks. Thanks.